afternoon, evening, whatever you're doing, ladies and gents, welcome to the Looking Busy Podcast. Thank you for listening. Come on. I know what you're thinking. What a brilliant intro. Well, who did our intro for us? It was the one and only Jen Kumba. <laughs> yes, Jen. Come on. Warledge. So, just a quick roundup of who we are and what we do. We are the Looking Busy Podcast, and this is your weekly dose of current affairs, Christian stuff, and of course, a bit of nonsense. Don't forget <laughs> the tweetable content. Today's topic is going to be about surveillance and if control is taken over. But before we go into it, how's you guys this week been? I actually got something in the mail. No, real mail or email? Real mail. What? I know. Um, I got a place in the London Marathon. (gasps) Oh my gosh, congratulations. (laughs) No, seriously, she's been wanting to... Quiet. Guys, what time with the people you work with? They never. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had to. I actually knew. Luke knew when I got the email, but um, I didn't say anything to you because I was like, "Oh, wait till the podcast." <laughs> so my reaction would be like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, listeners at home, so... if your speaker's just broke. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. I'm really loud. Sorry. But uh, yeah, the person that can commit now has to commit. Yeah. Ooh. So six what, months. What charity are you running for? Oh no, it's a ballot. No it's charity. Ballot. Oh. No pressure. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just running for yourself. Really selfish <laughs> But any charities, if you're listening in, get in contact. <laughs> Maybe not a run for you. <laughs> but I will look at a place. I'll take any free t-shirt. <laughs> Not a rhino suit, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, how are you, like? What's name? I journeyed into central London at the weekend to pick up some bits for uh, my mate Stagdu. So I'm going to be dressing him in the finest of clobber so mm-hmm. he can look lovely when we're going out. So, James, don't worry. You're going to look beautiful. Cheers. <laughs> And then, what, what gift did your mum get this? Um... Oh, yeah, and in looking busy <laughs> podcast-related news, big up to whoever blessed my mum with a free chilies bottle because uh-huh. she was talking about our podcast. So, I mean, I didn't get one, but, yeah, as we'll long as it, as long as it gets down yeah. to, you know, to the family, we're going to take the whole team with us, so whatever. <laughs> Everyone get your free chilies bottles yeah. on me. Come well, on, not on guys. Me, but... <laughs> I'm not paying. Luke said Luke's paying for everyone's <laughs> Our first giveaway sponsored by Luke. <laughs> but um yeah, my week's been pretty um boring. <laughs> not me. <laughs> oh great challenge. Yep. Nothing nothing's actually it's really weird. Oh, yeah, nothing's happened. I mean, apart from usually I do a bit of spoken word. Um, mm. And I was kind of put in a position to do... Um, I was given the opportunity to write a spoken word piece and I kind of had writer's block. So it was really interesting that once I started, it's like yesterday I was able to like start like three pieces. Yeah. So it was crazy to go from like having complete writer's block and not being able to write anything to just being like... Breaking through that. Yeah, breaking from... Breaking change. Hallelujah, public <laughs> transport. <laughs> we are waiting to go and watch you. 
scene. At a show yeah. scene. Coming to a venue near you guys. Near you guys. <laughs> near you. Especially if you're like in Hawaii. Especially if you live with Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my her next <laughs> venue. <laughs> Shout out to my family. <laughs> oh man. But let's now gonna pass it on to Ness yeah. who is going to introduce us to the topic serious talk <laughs> yes yeah, so we are now going to go into chatting about surveillance if it's taking over um, so we are now moving into an age where it's becoming more invasive because it is linked to everything else so recently China has um, I think they're in the process of like a soft launch, like they're just trialling it out right now and it's voluntary, but they're doing a social credit system and it's mm. meant to be launched in, in 2020. So the background of social credit system is it's a big data system for monitoring and shaping businesses and citizens' behaviour, where the government monitors everything you do, amasses huge amount of data on almost every interaction you make, and it awards you a single score that measures how trustworthy you are. So yeah, so pretty much this is a social credit score that is based on your social, political, economic and behaviour. Um, and then this score depends on loans that you can get, it depends on schools your kid could go to, it depends on taxis, it depends on train, it depends on plane tickets, like it'll affect your whole life, like, yeah. Anyway, so what, I was just going to see what you think if, do you think we need to be watched in order to have a good behaviour? Um, because I did look at the UK and we are known to be the most um, surveyed nation really? in the world. We've that surprises got me. 5.9 million CCTV mm, cameras. That's crazy. It's like that TV programme Hunted, have you ever watched that? When yes. they've got to like, try and get away and they always get caught out yeah. by like CCTV, CCTV. cameras. That's, That's crazy. The amount of like people know where you take like your cash out in the bank machine and yeah. stuff like that. And it's but the thing is that's surprising <laughs> is that when you actually need the CCTV cameras to work, they're like, oh, what that one? <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> You're what like, happened to yeah. that block? It's not in our apartment block. Oh, like, I remember I was working somewhere. I can't say. I don't want to say where, obviously. And then someone shoplifted. I was working in a shop. Someone shoplifted, and I was like, oh, um. But there's a camera there, so I'm sure we can see who it was. Oh, that's correct. No, doesn't work. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But do you think, though, that we need to be watched in order as a society to for good behaviour? Like, yeah, well, this is like obviously always like the like whole balance of it. If there's no like surveillance, then people who want to get up to like bad stuff are just going to do that, aren't yeah. they? Like, yeah. it is one of those things that stops people from doing that as soon as they see a CCTV camera and they're about to get up to some mischief or something. They'll be like, oh, well, I'm going to be caught on camera. Maybe I'll rethink doing that. And yeah. I think that is, like, the big thing, especially, like, the UK has, like, a terror threat level higher than it's had for, like, years and stuff. And obviously this is one of the reasons that we can, like, hopefully try and track the people who are trying to attack people by having these systems in place. And... You know, that's the same with, like, loads of surveillance around the world that actually, at the heart of it, it's probably for a good reason, but then 
is so open for manipulation for the, as soon as the wrong people come into power yeah they can just twist that to yeah. their own means and extents right 100 percent. and i think for me i think i just feel uncomfortable that something is what someone is watching my every every mm. move mm. like even I might not necessarily be doing anything bad, but it's just the feeling that you have that someone is watching everything you're doing. But there is studies that show that when people are being watched, they do behave a certain way. So um, there's an actual French philosopher called Michel Foucault, I think his name is. And um, he talks about the prison state. So he, he literally talks about um, surveillance and how if everybody's being watched, so basically all these prisoners, they behave, they change their behaviour because they were constantly being watched. And it's like, if you're being watched, you won't do something bad because you know that you're going to get caught. Yeah. Um, and even just bringing it down to the simple way of how Uber runs. I know it sounds yeah, really yeah, silly, yeah. but like... Even when I went into an Uber, especially now that I can get rated as a customer, I'm like, oh my gosh, I really want to be a good customer. <laughs> so I was like, do you have an aux cable? If you don't, it's okay. You know, yeah. what, what music do you want to listen to? And even the drivers are the same. So it's almost like everybody's yeah. on their best behaviour because they know that there, you know, there's consequences for your behaviour. So I think yeah. what Luke was saying is right. I think it's the whole... Balance. Balance. Yeah. Yeah. We are, it's a fine line though, because we are now moving away from just being watched, whereas now it's connecting to everything. Yeah. Because, like, like we, people can look at our social media, they can look at our bank statements, they can look at drone footage, they can look at, like, the way that China is going to yeah. fall out this social credit system, you will probably see cameras yeah. left, right and centre. Yeah. And yeah. you'll have to tap into everything yeah. and in order to see it. Yeah, it's an interesting one because I was like reading up on like some of the stuff with the whole Chinese social credit system and like a spokesperson for I think like the economic planning agency basically came out and said fraud has become ever more common in society and this is like swindlers have to pay a price like there's so much like um, poison food, phony medicine, doctors taking bribes, con men preying on the vulnerable, that actually this is one of the things that we have to do if we want to get serious about mm, they're dealing doing with these people in society. As well as people. Yeah, yeah, I saw yeah. that. But it gets but then again they've also started doing it to like big businesses, which is really interesting. So I read yeah, another article about I think it was actually like um, airplanes from Australia making them change the names of their destinations to the names that China wanted, otherwise they would rate them harshly on their credit system, which would either like incur fines or they'd have to pay like higher tax or something as they came so in. So it's really interesting. Yeah, I think the issue with this surveillance thing is that it's tapping into privacy issues mm. and also freedom. Yeah. like. You sh like the fact that you know these businesses are now acting in a certain way just so that your social like you know you're not affected your credit's not affected all this stuff is not affected so it's like you don't actually have the freedom mm. to yeah. do and live the life that you want to yeah. to live yeah. and also um i think you guys are saying you guys are talking about the black mirror um, yes yeah. the episode most dive yeah. and it was like, you guys yeah. said your neighbor the people around you um rate your behavior was it mm -hmm. like yeah yeah so what if i don't like if i don't like someone that means i can rate 
this one star. Yeah, That's I can't what happened, don't it? Yeah. Yeah, but this is not this is not in that situation. So this uh-huh. is the government rates you. Okay. But interestingly, though, they will look at your friends, and they'll your score will depend on your friends. So, for instance, that will tap into freedom of speech, like you were saying. Yeah. Yeah. If someone says something about the political party they don't agree with, yeah. your rating gets affected because you're their friend. So that's where it taps into. They're trying to mold into certain people, and what even I was even looking at it, and I was like, what what determines a good person? Yeah. Like surely. Everyone mm-hmm. has to live life and learn things. And yeah. Like, yeah. our standard of good is probably based on the Bible. Mm-hmm. But, uh, like, the government standard of good will not be that. Yeah. Not at all. And the not thing is, all. I think, actually, I know we say it's different to Black Mirror, but, like, these things start here and end up at something like that. Like, yeah. Yeah. There's a reason why there are, like, comparisons drawn between the two because it does, like, you know, like set a, a precedent that that can then happen. Yeah. And actually, like, the thing about stuff like uber or other like you know online apps where you rate people like even airbnb when you kind of rate like your accommodation out of five is people lie about their experience because they are so afraid of being down marked themselves so if you're in an uber and your driver's bad you're still a bit worried if you give them a three or a four somehow they'll find out and rate you lower and actually what it does is it then gives us like societal ratings that aren't actual real indicators real, of the truth. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Yeah, actually, when I even first came out, I didn't know that you could get rated as a customer, so I would rate them bad. Yeah. <laughs> and then it would be silly things like, I didn't like his music. <laughs> One star. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. But then I clicked on. Ah, oh, no, it's... Yeah. But I, it also goes into like what we were talking about on last week's podcast with um, like social media. Like, again, all of these things, when they start, like, could be good things. But actually, if they're then, you know, um, affecting the way that you live your life in such a way that your value becomes controlled by what society says is a good rating or if you do this, you're a good person, we'll rate you higher. If you do this, this is, you know, we won't rate you as highly. Like, the gospel was different to the culture it lived in at the time. Yeah. Like, what would Jesus have been rated out of five if he was Jesus living in China? Would've, he would have wouldn't have been a five, would no. it? He would have yeah. not. And also, when, when I was think, uh, what I was thinking about is how do people... How how do just say if you were bad before because a lot of people have stuff where like that redeem themselves yeah how do you yeah. redeem yourself because yeah. I know even so like true. in the UK if you had bad credit you kind of um, it it takes a while for you to be able to redeem yourself credit wise but imagine if there's so many other things you have to redeem yourself and even the fact that it then affects your kids or yeah what if yeah. you've just your family you've grown up in yeah. And and then you because of your because it rates it in terms of like community focus. Yeah. So then you have to work extra hard. Extra hard. Yeah. It's almost like it's crazy because you know when people talk about like privilege and all this different stuff that people are going through, it's like they're actually putting it. They're making it physical, if that makes sense. Yeah. So like you said, if you're born in a bad area around bad, you know, your family friends just tend to be bad. You're, you're stuck. You're stuck. You're already. You're born into a bad rating. You're born into a bad yeah. system, and it's like because the system, um, the system affects everything. It affects what uni you go to. It affects all this stuff. It affects your job. You can't get a good job. You can't. Um, you can't get a good job, you can't go to a good uni, 
how do you then how you you, you can't grow you're stuck in the situation yeah. and it's almost like building that thing of this is who you are this is the family you you're born into so i think it's really separating i don't know I, it doesn't it's sit really well. Controlling. So yeah. controlling. So controlling. Yeah. So it doesn't sit well with me, especially now that we've spoken about yeah. it. Do you think, though, that uh, it does... A lot of stuff that I was reading does sound like they will bring yeah. this out in 2020. Do you think this will have an effect? Do you think other people, other um, other governments around the world will look at what they're doing and be like, oh, we can tap into that? 100%. Yeah, of course. 100%. Because China's one of those countries, isn't it? It's... it's it's leading like there's just certain countries that i think they lead like people follow other countries follow their ideas it gives a rise to extremist views in government doesn't it because people will just think as soon the more control we get over people the more we can hold on to our power the more we can already dictate kind of their everyday lives and so it just it will become a vicious cycle as soon as government see one government is doing it and getting away with it and there's nothing that people can do to fight back because how do you fight back against something like that yeah when if you fight back your scores rated lower you can't yeah. take the train like that's yeah. the kind of thing it's doing you can't yeah. take out a loan you can't fly it's crazy it leaves people powerless and it even like you know um extremists because you went to the extremist views um, usually regimes that are quite extremist what either end of the spectrum they always control like um newspapers and all this Mm -hmm. stuff and this is very similar to that like where it's like no free speech like you were saying before literally you're just stuck it could even tap into religion like it could it could tap into like if they see we obviously know that like being a christian in china is probably quite difficult yeah um so it could like in any like it could probably hinder them and like that people won't feel like they can speak out their faith because it'll affect their score so they'll have to even more, they'll be persecuted even more. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I think it is one of those things that where it's, it's like... Because at the end of the day, like you said, the morals are based on what the government think is right or wrong. Meaning that if you're saying so, because a lot of the time the Bible doesn't really sit well with um, a lot of the stuff. We, you know, like... Um, government policy. government policies and everything like that so it's like imagine now like you said if jesus was in that place we're supposed to look like jesus yeah like guys hopefully this is not our future <laughs> yeah but <laughs> i just i'll end it on this quote that this I, oh i was trying to find this woman i can't remember so this anonymous person <laughs> <laughs> the government is attempting to make obedience like gaming it's a method of social control dressed up in points reward system it's a gamified obedience mm. clicks clicks pow, clicks, pow, clicks clicks what you looking at okay now we're into our regular feature where each week we kind of talk about maybe what we're reading what we're watching or what we're listening to so we're going to kick straight off with leslie what are you reading so at the moment i'm reading a book called the tattooist of Auschwitz. And it is a gentleman who is on a concentration camp and he beca- he basically has to tattoo the serial numbers on all the inmates. Oh, wow. And it's actually sad because he, as he's tattooed, like, he's seeing, he's Jewish and he's seeing mm. all these other Jewish people and he's having to actually tattoo the numbers. So then their identity is taken away and now they have this number. But um, it's a really interesting book because when I got it, I actually didn't think it was going to be a love story for some reason. But yeah. it is a love story. It's basically how he oh, meets wow. his wife, Greta. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
yeah, so it's... I think it's just interesting that he, he's even in the concentration camp in the first place because he wanted to save his family. So he was like, I'll, I'll go, I'll take their place. He gets ill, mm. he meets this um, French guy and that's how he becomes the tattooist. And wow. he meets her, he falls in love with her, but it's just reading the dynamics, um, how their relationship builds, because it's not your usual relationship, obviously, them being in a concentration camp. Um, I think apparently he he was hoping that it would turn into a movie, that the actual guy. Really? Yeah. <laughs> And he was like, he wants so it's based on a true story. Say, based on a true we'll story. Like, I'll have Tom Cruise for you. <laughs> 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 of course, you yeah. yeah. <laughs> He was like, yeah, Brad Pitt can act as me. But yes, yeah, so, it. You know the stories of they get away and they end up going to Australia. So I would recommend it. It's not a big. It's not a massive mm-hmm. book. Yeah. Nice read and it's really interesting. Like nice. Yeah. So is it pretty similar to like torn to the boy in the striped pajamas? Yeah, I would say it is because obviously it's a very serious situation, but then there's a narrative and identity is given to people, and I think that's the beauty of these kind of stories, even with like Anne Frank's book and everything, because yeah. it shows you the different personalities and that there was actual people in these concentration camps, um, which is it's bittersweet that you know. The sweet part, obviously, is that their memory has survived the bitterness. It's how, you know, the situation, what happened, that, what happened yeah. to them. But, yeah, I would recommend it. It's a really good read. Mm. Read it, guys. Nice. But, anyway, enough from me. Ness, what you listening to? So, I want to chat about a podcast that is my, my go-to. So, it's just one that I listen to quite a lot. Well, the Looking Busy um, podcast. Except Top listener. That. <laughs> I actually am. Um, so yeah, the high low. I've chatted to you about the high low before. Yeah, I you haven't mentioned it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I actually normally listen to this on my runs because it is like around an hour, an hour fifteen. You run, you run for an hour, an hour to an hour fifteen. Sometimes. Yeah, sliding a little, little subtle brag there. Sometimes. Yeah, so I, you know, when I do my marathon, I can normally get kind of three or four of them. Well, not four. I'm faster than that. I can get about three of them. No, but more so like, I don't know. I like listening to podcasts when you're doing exercise for a long amount of time, and this is my go-to for that. Nice. Anyway, so the high-low is just about two people, Dolly and Pandora. They're both um, authors, journalists, and they kind of talk about post... um, Post? They talk about cultural news, pop culture, politics, what the world of literature. So, yeah, so it just says here that it's founded on the message that life is best consumed with a mix of trivial and the political. Um, but, yeah, it's just, it's really, like, charming, light-hearted chat. They, they go in so much discussions and they have, like, a view of it from, um, like, quite literature-focused because they're journalists and authors. So the way that they consume even just little bits that they've been reading and then they have backstories and they do a lot of research into what they're look, like reading and listening mm-hmm. and watching and then they always kind of t- talk about a topic as well so they'll talk about like um like all the politics is going on or they'll talk about Kylie Jenner or they'll talk oh, about wow, like quite, yeah Trump, or they'll talk about like it's just all mixed they'll talk about the NHS mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. um but I really like it I kind of feel like 
the way that they do it, I feel like I'm having a glass of wine sitting chatting with my friends. Like, that's mm-hmm. how I feel when I listen to it. But you're actually hitting the track. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, the recent one, um, I just listened to it. It's really good. What was it about? Uh, Brett, I can never say his name, Cav... Kavanagh. Kavanagh. So they discussed that. Mm. I'm not going to give you any... inspiration from our podcast. And they actually talk as well about uh, Killing Eve. Oh, I think we have some secret We're ahead of the game, guys. (laughs) So, Luke, what are you watching? I am watching season three of The Good Place. It's back. There's only been two episodes so far. And it's like, it's weekly. You know, we get so used to like Netflix putting up box sets. You're like, yeah. So then we have to wait a whole week. Wait, for on one. Netflix, they're doing it weekly? Yeah. They've been doing that. I know. That's so help, that helps oh. us though. Yeah. Testing the patience. Especially me, guys. You know how crazy I go. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, teacher's pet. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, if you've never watched A Good Place before, basically it's kind of like a comedy. Um, American TV program on like the afterlife so people these four like main characters die and they go to what they think is the good place I don't want to give away too many spoilers but basically they have to like try and navigate different like relationships there and like living their life in that place and there are a couple of twists along the way so I'd really recommend that as a watch like the episodes are like I think between 20 and 25 minutes long mm-hmm. so they're not too long it's very like light easy just to kind of sit down enjoy if you've had a long day at work, you can kind of just like chill out and put it on. So I tuned into yeah. season one and I did think it was pretty funny, but they lost me in season two. No, it's yeah. so good. You have to stick with See, it. See, my humour is like when it gets too far, like when it's too obviously funny, I don't find it funny. Mm. So they kind of tapped into that like American humour, like slapstick, oh. like. Well, guys, I would recommend it. Don't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try, yeah, maybe I should go back yeah, and try I would it season recommend three. recommend you giving it another go. You guys definitely won me over. <laughs> yeah? Wow, yeah, that sounded sincere. <laughs> you guys definitely won me over. <laughs> this is not a paid ad. <laughs> oh, uh, <right>. So, <laughs> where do we go from here? Except saying... Thanks for listening once more to the Looking Busy podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Um, we've had another really nice review this week from G Davy. So thank you for that. They're always really encouraging. And like we've been saying the last couple of weeks, please do get in touch with like topics you want us to talk about. We put a little Insta story up asking for some stuff, and that was really good. But if you've got anything that we should be watching or whatever, then do get in contact at looking busy at new-wine.org because we are always ready for more stuff to talk about or to watch especially leslie she can't get through those podcasts fast enough (laughs) so send in your recommendations and we may just feature you on our show until next time see ya that life is best consumed with a mix of trivial and politic political <laughs> 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 breathing is hard guys breathing is hard <laughs>
Let's just I'm give Luke some more work to edit this podcast. <laughs> no, I couldn't even think of what work to that podcast. I know, I thought. Police? 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 Police?